BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast. We are talking round 22. We've got the big boys. We've got trade targets. We're talking Nick Dacos replacements. Answering your questions. Let's go! G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on X, Twitter, at Ball Boys Fantasy, and joined with me just, um, right in the nick of time, my friend Luke Rogerson. How are you, mate? Oh, I thought you'd forgotten about us. I was breaking land speed records on the way home from the pub, mate. <laughs> from the pub oh, on a Friday afternoon. Well, I would never forget about the Ball Boys, but uh, one of the fellows at work is heading off on, on paternity leave. He's going to be a daddy, so I thought it's best to go and celebrate him. So I'm two points, I'm two points deep already. Jeez, so okay. We've got some again, loose Luke coming on. Yeah. If you can see some glassy eyes, um, that's what it's all about. And uh, But I'm here. I made it. The no crashes on yeah. the road or anything? Nothing. No, but you know what I've actually realised? I need to pee real bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I might, at some stage, I may have to sneak off, but I'll be, I'll be just, back. Just get me talking and you'll duck <laughs> out and no one will even notice. Uh, so, okay, no worries. Well, uh, mate, we've got a big round coming up. We've got obviously... Uh, a big name out with Nick Dacos out of a lot of people's sights. It's been the uh, talk of the town, hasn't it, really? Yes. So we've been all shopping a lot of defenders. Some yep. people who have got the luxury of DBP can maybe swing him to a midfielder. But, um, you know, Nick Dacos is a big, obviously, uh, talking point. Obviously, it's fantasy finals at the moment. So some yep. people might either have a buy if they went well last week and uh, made it through to the prelims straight away. Some people are fighting for their lives. To fighting stay for their lives. Their fantasy lives. It's just fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, trying to get into that next round for the prelims. So lots happening. Lots of stakes, you know, hats and cars on the line. So For uh, some. For, for some. some. Yeah. Just hopefully, bragging rights for others. Hopefully if there are a few people in the, uh, on, live, on the live show listening along right now. But... Um, Let's uh, let's maybe start by breaking down the teams. Not not a too busy uh, teams on last night. That's what we like. Um, yeah, we, we like that. We don't want it to Especially be too this spicy. Time of the season. Yeah, um, correct, correct. But you know, starting off with I think Tuke Miller's back. Obviously, we knew that he was going to be back. Just What's wrong with his game. back? No, he's back in the oh, side. Oh, he's back. Yeah, right. Sorry. Yep, not suspended. Hopefully, he's uh, he's ready to go nuts again uh, this week. Um, and Matty Roberts is in. Listen, w- when you make a good joke, you got to pause after it. I'll just try to slip it in there. No, no, pause and just bathe in (laughs) it. It's just, that's that's the way the dad jokes work. Well, I've used that one already, so I just didn't want to... Recycling's good for the environment, (laughs) It is pretty good. That's what I always say. Um, Matt Roberts is in. So just just watch your loops, because he's been sitting a lot of... Is he still donutting on your bench, or... Oh, yeah, he's been been... sitting there ever since I brought him in for that injured score. Yeah, you got one half score out of him, and now he's back. Now he's back, so just... Just when you don't want him. Just when I don't want him, when I want to use... But I've got a few other red dots, so again, just make sure you don't make him captain. Um, little noteworthy thing here. Big O is back for Brisbane. Yeah, nice. I thought he might have been out for a little bit longer with his injury, but he who, is. Who back are the Lions taking on this week in the ruck department? What do we got? Um, that's a very good question. Oh, Adelaide. I want to okay. say yeah, yeah, that's so irrelevant. Not us. not super fancy relevant, but no. for future, uh, he is back. Maybe for draft owners, Clayton Oliver and Grundy are back. That's probably the big headline for the, for the for the news. 
um, at the Demons. So Grundy is back. I think we predicted on Monday night that he would be back with the injury to Petty. It, well, we we did sort of always put this up as a flag, and and we didn't expect that he would be back. Um, you know, based on an injury of someone. But yeah. we did always say, and a lot of people out there were saying the same thing, is if you go to Gorn, there's that really high reward opportunity, but yeah. there is also that opportunity that, you know, Grundy could come back at some point. So, Do you reckon he's... Like, how much is he rucking, do you reckon? I'd have to say it's not very much. Like, give it, like percentage-wise, like 30%, 40%? 20%. 20%? Why? Why would you... Like, this is a cutthroat business we're talking yeah, about yeah, the yeah. AFL. We're, he's not out there I like, mean, they're versing Carlton, so it's going to be a tough game. Um, yeah, I just don't Max think there's is, like a, oh, we want to make you feel good, Brody. We're going to give you... I think they go, we know what's good in the ruck, and that's yeah. Max Gorn. And if you can fit into our team as a forward, then you'll stay. If you can't, see you later. Yeah. He's going from forward to the bench. Little to the rock to, <laughs> to the forward line, uh, yeah. So look, it'll be interesting to see um, how they how, how they play it. And if you have Gorn in your side, and maybe a few other guys that you want to trade out, like it'll be interesting where people have him in their like priority to trade outs because it probably moves him into that range where you probably compared to a Marshall in English, you probably don't want him to be there with Grundy there. But I mean, would you have it, a look at that it for said, a week? Maybe. I mean, Carlton are actually a pretty tough matchup for Rucks anyway. Yeah. I guess it depends um, where you where the rest of your team's at, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. In terms of like, you know, if you have the luxury, he might not be the worst guy to trade out and just jump at that shadow and, and move on if you have the luxury. But yeah, interesting for people to sort of debate and well, I mean, figure we, that one out. We saw teams that were in the luxurious position of even considering a, a um, trade out of Dacos last week mm. or even a loop of Dacos last week then, you know, were affirmed by what happened. So They're actually, they're, they're better coaches out there than, than us, Luke, and they have better teams than we do. You're shitting so, No, they, yes, they're out there. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> and they, they might be able to do things like that. They may well be they able to. They might not have shit other shit players <laughs> like, you know, Jack McRae and, and Noah Anderson on their people. side. So. Props to them. Yes. Um, and Clayton Oliver, he's back. What are we... Uh, you can't jump at him, jump on him this week. He'd, he'd be the super pod. I've had two pints, and <laughs> oh, and no. I didn't even check the teams last night. So this is the first. I'm finding out about this right mm. now, and I'm trading him in. Cla- Clayton Oliver, Clary, he's back. Clary's um, coming into the Oxlongs. You, you'd think with how... <laughs> how like, it's loose as a goose. Yeah. The other thing is they're versing Carlton, and Carlton have been yep. nearly the number one hardest team for... In fact, over the last 10, they are the number one hardest team, even harder than a Port Adelaide and Adelaide uh, for midfielders to score against. So it's the wrong matchup. It's the first game back. I think you definitely wait yeah. one week, but next week. Look, I'm mucking around a little yeah, bit. I, I don't, I don't even think that that's a huge swing for the fences play. I, I think that there's... And, and think about it this way. Like, yes, he's going to be unique because, you know, no one is really going to go there. But you've also got other players who aren't coming off sort of long-term soft tissues aren't coming yeah. up against Carlton that are also unique. Like Rory Laird's going to be somewhat unique this yeah. week. Um, these kind of guys. So I think you can make that unique play without necessarily going straight to Clary this week. Would you yeah. agree on that? A hundred percent agree for sure. Especially with that matchup. Uh, Jacob Hopper is out injured. I'm not exactly sure what, I'm not sure if you caught that, but he's out. Hopefully yeah. Timmy T. Yeah. Well, we can maybe go to pre buy Timmy T. Fingers, I, fingers crossed. I think my hot take I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, since I got that one hot take right, my last two hot takes have been absolutely Rubbish. trash. Too spicy. Yeah, too spicy. Nick Dacos was my hot take last week and uh, cursed him for everyone. Um, oh, so, yeah. Yes. Uh, so Hopper is out. Hopefully Timmy T is back and doing big things. And also potentially, depending on the 5 o'clock teams, Matt Flynn is back in for the GWS Giants. Um, maybe a bit of a ruck share there for... Uh, our boy Briggsy. Mm. Um, so if you still Surely have him in your, in your fantasy team or if you have him in draft, could be a little bit of a hit there. Yeah, you'd have to think most people have moved off in classic. You'd have to think. There might be some people that still are rolling with him, but um, yeah, probably one that I would, if he isn't in there, I'd be wanting to trade out of him ASAP. So sure. yeah, those are the teams. Um, not, nothing too eventful there. So no. yes. Makes for happy coaches, but it doesn't make for great content. <laughs> no, not, not too much content. And, uh, you know, maybe, you know, more decision-making to make when you don't have too many more outs outside of that day cost thing. So we've got to actually come up with some things to do in terms of some trade-in targets. Here we go, trade targets. Got the graphic on the got screen. The We're ready to up. go. And I will be back with you momentarily. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
So this week, uh, this week we I've broken it up into defenders, mids, and forwards again because we are talking about Nick Dacos and his potential targets now. There's a lot of good options out there, I think. There's, there's a few maybe more risky than others. I still think that, especially if you're in the contention for a hat, if you're maybe going up against a matchup that has this player that James Sicily is the number one target for, those who don't have him, I think he's got a good matchup this week. He has a high ceiling, so despite him being highly owned, I still think he's a good target for, I guess, the risk adverse. Sam Doherty, along the same sort of lines, I'd have him pegged behind James Sisley because the matchup for Sisley is better. My best pick of all of the unique and cheaper players, to me, is Jaden Short. I think he's got St. Kilda this week, and then he's got North Melbourne the week after that. So um, you've got bang, bang, great matchups in consecutive weeks. Plus, he's shown at least somewhat of a ceiling so far this season. So I think that he's definitely a guy that you can bring in, get instant reward. He's cheap. You make some money and get an upgrade on the other end. Um... I've got Luke Ryan, the next guy, in terms of my preference because of his high ceiling. I've been big on Luke Ryan for a number of weeks, a couple of months now, and I still think that he's a great option. I've got at number five here, and Luke, now that you're back, um, I'll get your opinion on this it's guy here. a bit early here. to break the seal, isn't it? <laughs> it's a bit early. You'll be ducking out every five minutes after this. Uh, but Nick Newman at number five, I've seen some people ranking him you know, as maybe the best of those kind of cheaper guys, short, Luke Ryan. Yeah. I have just a little bit of trouble, I don't know what it is, believing in Nick Newman. Maybe it's just the fact that he's doing it after the, over this last like five or six weeks, but not really the entire season. Yeah, it, it's... Versus I've seen seasons of Jaden Short go big. I've seen seasons of Luke Ryan go big. Um, it doesn't feel proven to me just yet, but he is playing great footy. He is, and I don't necessarily... I'm a little bit in um, sort of disagreement. I, I don't necessarily think that... Um, He's kind of less a lesser option, but for me, when I look at it, he's more expensive, isn't he? So, eight thirty eight k. So, yeah. and then shorty, he's still making money going from Dacos. You are still making money, but I suspect that maybe people might want to make a little bit more money. And so, um, you know, what I've been hearing out out there amongst the community and and my sort of thinking on it too is that you downgrade from Dacos. If if you're going down from Dacos, you need to make sure that the downgrade gets you the upgrade you want on the yeah. other end. Like, there's no point in going to Newman if you fall short of who you really want to go yeah, to the I other agree. end. I'd yeah. rather go to Short in that scenario. So that's kind of the reason that I'm staying away from Newman is because it just doesn't get me where I want to go uh, on the other side of it. Yeah, I think he was a play last week when he had that St. Kilda matchup and obviously yeah. he, he proved that right with a 130 score. This week I'm less excited about it just because um, I just prefer the other options a bit more. And then last on this list, I do have Jack Zeeble here. Now, he's been confirmed that he's not going to be playing the final round of the year. So if you trade him in, it's two weeks maximum. Two-week play. Um, okay. Now, I've, I've seen some people, I think the trader said this, I've seen a few other people on Twitter say, does this make it feel like these next two weeks are even better than if oh. he was... Like, do you know what I mean? Like, he's got an expiration date. Yeah. He, Jack, two weeks, go crazy, mate. And then the last week, we're going to hand over to the Rooks. Like, is there any logic or, or maybe not logic, but like, is there a narrative that holds up to that? Now now that he's come out and said that, or that they've come out and said that he won't play in the last game, that for me lessens the, the narrative that, or oh, he could potentially be the sub or be subbed yeah. as well. I kind of yeah. feel like if it was just, if it didn't have... A, a sort of full stop on it like they've put on it I'd feel yeah. like oh could that sub risk be there but they've kind of gone okay you're not playing this you get two and you think he's going to get two good cracks at it yeah is it, <sighs> is, is it a play that like I mean because I think you I think a lot of people will be able to make enough money going to like a Jaden Short from yeah. Dacos to make their moves going so, to Zeeble is excess isn't it yeah you're gonna I don't think the, the money for most teams like makes that much of a difference yeah. on the other end. So uh, you're getting in Zeeble because you think he's going to score more than yeah. those other guys. Correct. So, yeah, so don't... Because even if you pocket a heap of cash from the Zeeble trade for next week, it, unless there's unless there's another injury, yeah. it doesn't really benefit you because you're probably going to make a downgrade next week from one of your bench rookies that's got a little bit of cash anyway. So unless we've talked about this a little bit in the past few weeks unless you can unless you can do some forward planning and you can really see an avenue of how that extra um you know it's 300 chaos like down yeah. to, to disable unless you can see an avenue where that's really going to help you in the coming weeks yeah I wouldn't be making that trade based on money like you said I'd be making it based on the fact that you think Zebel's going to score more than those guys 
the, the only argument that I can see that I really do like about bringing in a Jack Siebel is if this week, if you can get like a Dacos down to like a short yep. and use that money to get maybe you still got a Windhager or someone else more expensive on your bench and get them up to a, uh, a Zebel and okay. use him as like a forward defender, like loop. swingman loop. And you know, twenty third premium. Yeah, twenty third premium, and then you okay. can have a look at a few different lines. And um, that's a scenario that I would be, if my team was in that position, I would look to explore. I think that's a very, very tricky play for some people. If you are maybe looking a little bit further back, or like you know, mm. within reach of like a hat for say, but yeah. it's like a bit of a long shot. I think that could definitely be a bit of a play for some yeah. people if you want to get real tricky with it. It would be a bit. Um, situational, depending on how early some of your worst players were playing and if you yeah. were nervous about some certain players. But uh, it definitely could be something. Um, and, you know, with a lot of midfield forward DPPs, you could basically loop and have a look at every player in their line. The only thing is, um, I think that North Melbourne play early in the weekend. I want to say they play the first game on Saturday. They do. Um, so it might have to be done through one of these other guys. But that's the only scenario where I feel like Jack Zebel, let's go, jump on him. Otherwise, say Carnage hits you. You've already got a forced trade in that last round. It could stitch you up a fair bit when yeah. it's like fantasy finals, for example. Yeah. Yeah, that's so definitely true. There's definitely a risk there. Um, all right, let's go into the mids. Uh, number one, I've got the two, I've got the two Essendon boys. Um, Zach Merritt, Darcy Parrish, I think, up against North. Now, North are actually giving up nearly twice as much fantasy points to midfielders as, not twice as much, but the difference, according to DFS, is nearly double um, for North Melbourne versus West Coast. Yeah. So they West Coast still the second ranked. Yeah, West Coast the second, North are ahead, and ahead by a fair bit in terms yeah. of easiest matchups. Um, so I think they're going to have a day out this weekend. So I think they're the number one and two targets. Yep. I had a, had a hard time splitting these next two. And I've landed on Caleb Sarong and then Rory Laird next. So um, this is actually looking where, again, hopefully uh, Louis not listening to this podcast, although I don't think he got he has the capacity to bring him in anyway. But I'm bringing in Caleb Sarong over Rory Laird. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Just with the uh, West Coast matchup. I like Caleb Sarong. I owned him for a portion this year, and he was safe He's as a great guy. Like He was yeah. a good watch and, yeah. and um, you know... Um, sort of ever consistent. Um, so you're going to bring in. You said Sarong over Laird. Yeah, Sarong over West, Laird. West now, Coast matchup. Now Laird plays Brisbane, which uh, I've, I've heard a few people say that they're a tough matchup. They've actually been one of the better matchups for midfielders recently, um, especially over the last five, where they've been giving up. I think third most to inside mids, but at the Gabba, um, also the inclusion of a Matt Crouch. I just don't know if like that just limits Laird's ceiling a little bit compared to when Crouch wasn't in there. Because if you have like a, a Keys or a Rochelle or one of those guys in there, they're not quite accumulating quite as much as the Matt Crouch has been the last couple of weeks. Do do you think that Caleb Sarong has the capacity to give you a 150 game? I don't know about a 150, but a 130, I, like he's done, like he... Gave us a 125 last week um, against the Lions. And I think against West Coast, I think he earlier in the season, he gave us a 120 score. So I'm I'm pretty happy to take that. Like, I think that's that's a great score. And he's only gone under 90 once the entire season, I believe. So his floor is incredibly safe. Um, yeah, I think the floor there is safe. Laird, Laird has a bigger ceiling. Or am I just, am I jaded by what we saw last year? Like it, Laird does have maybe a more consistent 130 plus ceiling, but... In saying that, it's not not, this year. not like it was last year. So yeah. he's gone 131, two, three, four times this year, and three of them, three of the four are 131. So he's only had that one score, 140 plus, and that was against Richmond all the way back in round two. So it, it, they're actually kind of similar in terms of, I guess, like where they usually sit. Like, you know, the 105 yeah. to 125 kind of range is kind of where they fluctuate between and I guess remove what we what we think you know we listen to a lot of podcasts during the week and a lot of very well credentialed people this time of year are talking about matchups play the yeah. matchups play the matchups Stato was back on the pod pod this week which was good to see and yes. he was talking about your matchups this time of year so I mean if you're looking at Sarong and Laird who's got the better matchup this week yeah so I'm, Sarong, I'm, I'm so. taking a punt on Caleb Sarong when I had the ability to bring in Rory Laird as well this week yeah. um, despite me thinking I guess Rory Laird is 
historically the better fancy player. I think, I mean, Caleb Strong's been a fucking gun this year. Yeah, like, he's he averaging been. actually more than Brayshaw, averaging basically 110 and uh, has a great matchup against West Coast. So, uh, I like him as a good trading target for the midfielders. And then, number five, if you're looking for a pod, Tom Libertore. Libar, he's, um, he's got a great run coming up. Slight flag on a tag this week. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, I heard about that. Um, there's, some, yeah, there's some talk about them tagging an inside player with um, McGuinness, but I, they haven't done really that yet, so I don't know if I buy into it. You don't want to be finned. You don't want to be finned. But do you really think they go Libba? Like, <laughs> jeez. You don't want to get finned. You, you have had a couple of beers, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, Quite yeah. serious. No, but I think, um, I still think he's a good option. I still think he's yeah. got Hawthorne this week. I think they have, I want to say West Coast the week yeah, after. Yeah, they got a dream little run here. And so. he's, been, he's been a gun, and he's been a gun the entire season. So uh, I think he's, of the pod options, probably my favourite. Because um, I think Laird and Sarong are probably about 30, 35% owned in the yeah. top 100 and top 1,000. Um, Libba would be close to zero. So be yep. very, very unique. unique. Forwards. Uh, what do we got going on the forwards? Luke Jackson deserves some discussion this week. Yeah. Is he... Let's say you had the scenario where you had like someone in like your forward line that can swing to the defenders. Yeah. You had like a Himmelberg Sheasel. or a Sheasel or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I guess effectively you could trade Sheasel down to him or whatever. But are you taking um, Luke Jackson over any of those defenders like a short... A Luke Ryan. I think you had this kind of a question before where you were short versus Luke Jackson. Yeah. and H- How big can he go over these next couple of weeks? Well, he went... Didn't he go 140 on the weekend? 149, and, yeah. And um, the two matchups that he's got coming up are just monstrous. So he's got West Coast. Best matchups for Ruckman. Yeah. Now, Bailey Williams got off his one week, so he so is playing. Okay. And but also... Um, Vicentini... Is that is that his name? He got dropped. I can see the. I think yeah, he got. Yeah, I think he's got an injury. So Sam Hayes has come in for Port Adelaide, which I'd have to think is a tougher matchup. Maybe not. Still a maybe tough tougher, matchup, but I still don't. Yeah, but maybe not quite the layout that we thought it was. Yeah. What? What? So it's all situational this time of year. And so, so what kind of scenario would you? risk it to go to Luke Jackson? Is it this? Is it the one we've been talking about for weeks where you, you're you just a little bit off off the top 100 or you're a little bit off the high lux and so you just go, okay, I'm just going to try and... Well, I think of all of the cheaper options. So say you're not looking at those sort of big five where it's uh, Cogs, Rosie, Dunkley, Taranto, Goulden. Yeah. If you're looking for that sixth player between he, Flanders and Butters, say you didn't have any of those three, yeah. you're looking for one of them. I think that he is the best play, yeah, uh, because of those matchup, because of the upside, low ownership. Um, do, you, do you reckon Louis is going to trade JJ to Jackson? Oh, I reckon he will. <laughs> I reckon he will. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he will. So oh, we'll have to we'll have to see how it goes. Hopefully, yeah. um, Big Bailey Williams can get up there. But <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, I think that I'd is see the play. You cheering for <laughs> Bailey Williams. <laughs> I think that is the play if you're looking for those cheaper forwards. I'd probably go him over Butters and a Flanders, but. Um, you know, if you prefer those mids, I'd probably go Butters over Flanders again. So I'd rank them Jackson, Butters, Flanders in that order for for your yeah. forwards. Um, but interesting to see how he goes. Yeah, with those uh, six six tackles up. on the weekend. So stat breakdown is yeah, um, 13, 13 kicks, forty plus hitouts. So he's done twice in the last three games. Yeah, so the hitouts I think are pretty safe. They're going to be somewhere between it's, that. It's going to give him a really high floor, mm, um, which sure. is which is good. Six tackles. Maybe not as much contest. Maybe. But, Maybe it's a bit more of an open game. But still, I mean, if you get one fifteen out of him, it's still a win. Yeah, so, exactly, especially for that price. Yeah. Um, so, and he's, plus he's got Port Adelaide the next week, so probably a similar sort of yeah. score that week as well. So, yeah, I think those are the trade targets. Um, what are you looking at doing this week? Are you, uh, are you pretty set with your trades? Um, I think, based, based on what I've done in the last couple of weeks, I've been trying to just set my trades at the start of the week and then not think too much about it. Stick but with it. where I'm at at the minute is um, shorty in and uh, for Dacos, making enough money to then turn Sheasel into um, so out. into a premium mid. So I traded in Laird earlier in the week. Whether oh. whether it stays, maybe it's so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I just I yeah. just had a peek at the big boys too, and yeah. I'm, just, oh. I'm pulling my hair out. So okay, well, uh, well, speaking of is it, is the it time? big boys, let's wait, do it. Wait a oh, second, I've got to get me buttons sorted. Just <laughs> give us a bloody second. 
Okay, it's big boy time. The ball boys, big boys. Now, look, I'm ashamed to say that we missed Bont <laughs> last week. Um, <laughs> it, it, it really put a sour note on our Friday night. And uh, have you stopped overthinking it? Because I reckon you were on, you were on a great run there, and then I reckon you got in your head. Look, I can tell you that not much thought. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Look, I think I think I have I've found the winning formula again. Okay, okay and what, reveal uh, what is, what's your winning formula? Just target the best matchups, and okay. North Melbourne are the best matchups. So who's number playing, one, who's playing the Richmond Eagles? But yes, that's that's they're a good point. Shit. Yeah, but Dusty's back in, so they're no longer the Richmond Eagles. Oh, okay, uh, Zach Merritt versus North Melbourne is the number one. Ball boys, big boys. I have the feeling this is going to be consensus across. The I, board. I think it has to be. I um, mean, like even even a bloke without his pick a degree. I, I had a bit of a look and I thought Zach Merritt against North. Zach Melbourne. Merritt against North Melbourne. So like it's it's not like I've got I've not I'm not going to shock the world with this pick. No, I think sometimes you have to just you have to go the consensus. You got to take the layout when it's there. You take what the defense gives you. They gave me a layout. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simple. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. From issuance, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. <laughs> I know I know that I've stopped you after your first big boy, but... Talk to me. So, if there's people out there who are sitting there thinking, I'm just outside where I want to be, I, I want to swing for the fences, and I know everyone's going to put the VC on merit this week, is there, can, should people go otherwise, or is it one yeah. of those ones where. No, let's go otherwise. Okay. okay. His teammate. Well, <laughs> we don't have to go far. Parrish okay. uh, is number two against North Melbourne. Um, I feel like this is a game. Very much suited for a Darcy Parish. Um, Will you have two blokes going one forty plus? Well, see, I don't know if that's the thing, right? So I, I feel like one can go one forty. I don't know if two could go one forty. So just then, by the nature of the amount of ball going around, you might get two one twenties, mm. maybe two one thirties, but you could have a situation where one goes one forty, one goes like one fifteen or something like that. Um, and there's so there's a th- chance that Parish could be the guy that takes the. Okay, but based on this, there. you think Merritt's going to take the cake? Look, I'm hedging my bets a little bit here, <laughs> but because uh, he's going to be the safer option and more yeah. people will go there. And he has shown the 150-plus ceiling this year. Parrish hasn't quite. Um, despite his high floor, the ceiling hasn't been there like Merritt's. So for that reason, Merritt is the number one. But Parrish, if you want it to be different, okay. if you wanted to hedge your bets, still take advantage of that juicy matchup, he is the guy that I potentially would do it as a VC because, again, they play the first game on Saturday, so you don't have to lock it in. Um, Parrish could be a good alternative. Okay. Okay. I want to talk to you about these next two guys. At number three, I've got Caleb Sarong, and at number four, I've got James Sicily. Can now, you VC Sicily this week? When do the Hawks play? They play Sunday 110 okay, on so a Sunday. So if you going. go and merit, you can't. You're falling back on Sicily, which kind of... Plays Can't. into my thinking here because if you're going to VC one of these um, bombers, I think I'd rather go into a Sarong versus a West Coast who's not gone under 100 very many times this season than go into a Sicily who, despite having a good matchup against the Bulldogs, there's been a bit of talk about them giving a bit of attention. He went huge against uh, the Pies last week, which always... And then they won. They beat the pie. So that yeah. always catches the eyes of coaches in the, the trouble, AFL. And in, um, yeah. it just kind of brings... I mean, he. I think this exact game last year in Tasmania, I believe it was the same venue as well, he went like 150 in that last game of the, of the, of the round. So 
the, the um, trouble with the argument about you know coaches watching and stuff is is we saw the blueprint for sort of stopping James Sicily with a little bit of attention, and then we thought, oh, well, Collingwood's sort of a toughish matchup. No one sort of really went there, and then he goes and does that, and we go, why? Well, it, it's inexplicable that Craig McRae didn't put attention into him. Yeah. So are we going to be left, you know, with our dicks in our hands at the end of this week, thinking, well, fucking. What the hell's Luke Beveridge doing? He's just seen him go 160 and he lets him do it again. Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, you could say, like, the St. Kilda batch-up, which we all thought was, like, a James Sicily wet dream right there, <laughs> uh, was 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 a big a big nothing there because they sat someone next to him and then That's true. Um, the Saints ended up winning that game. So, like, it if proved you could, effective. If you could VC him, it'd be a different story, wouldn't if it? If you could VC him, it'd be an amazing VC. I just yeah. have a little bit of nerves going into him as so a there's captain. No, there's nothing after So, him. that's why I've ranked Caleb Sarong ahead of him for more of that safety factor. Okay. But, say your matchup was kind of, you know, you needed to go with a bit of a bold choice, then I think Sicily, in like a ceiling sense, could be... There's an argument for him to go ahead of a Sarong because he has scored over 150, I think, three times this year. So You um, wouldn't... Now yeah. now that Hopper's not playing, you wouldn't go a Sicily into a Taranto against St Kilda? See, I thought about a Taranto, but he's just been too too shit. It, um, <laughs> <laughs> like frankly, like, he just hasn't yeah, hasn't fair. shown as much it's since fair. the the buy. Um, in fact, spoiler alert, he didn't even make this list at all. Um, there's, I mean, there's a lot of good players to fit into 10, 10 spots, but I didn't, I won't be ranking Tim Taranto. I will rank the other Tim though, Tim English at number five um, against Hawthorne. I vowed never again to let matchups dissuade me from putting from Tim English. English in my top five. So he is in there at number five uh, just because he is the highest averaging player in the comp right now, averaging 120, um, which I don't know if it's getting enough love because 120 over the course of the season is incredible and he is the only player doing it at the moment. So I, he is at number five. I think the Calvinator might have hijacked the uh, DT talk YouTube account there because he's he reckons the dog should be barking. The dog, the dog will bark. I just uh, look a VC. I'd love it. I'd love well, a VC. Look, we we won't need it though. It, I mean, the, the bombers will they'll they'll sort us out. We know how much James Sicily loves Tasmania as well. Yeah. So Ooh, just, I wonder. I wonder how that does that. Is, is I think that that's, positive. Or I negative? think that's still a sore point for old Warnie about the, fact <laughs> that the yeah. sick dog thinks hey, it's I'd, a hole. I'd, I'd feel a bit dirty about that. Tassie's too, a lovely place. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Tassie's. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. I've never been, but I'm sure it is. You yeah. should go. I should. should. I yeah. should. I should go. All right. Um, running out the top 10. Number six, I've got Jordan Dawson at Brisbane. Seven, I've got Rory Laird at Brisbane as well. They've kind of just knocked down a little bit because of that Matt Crouch factor, just because he is collecting a lot of the ball. Um, Who would have thought? Yeah, really weird, right? Um, it just kind of shaves off a little bit of the ceiling from both of those boys. Um, number eight, Andrew Brayshaw versus West Coast. Great matchup at Brayshaw. He has a bit of a trouble versus West Coast historically, so okay. he's a bit behind Caleb Sarong. And nine, I've got Rowan Marshall, who I believe was quite high on Calvin's list against Richmond. Um, look, it's a decent matchup. I wouldn't say it's an extremely positive one, but it is a decent one versus Richmond. I don't know. I just feel like there's better options. And then the Bont, I've kind of just kept in the list here, versing Hawthorne. If this this is an in, this is really interesting because let's say that Finn McGuinness goes absolutely nowhere near Bont tonight. I don't he, think he will. I think it'll be um, the other guy. What's the other guy's name? The the, the bigger bloke. The Irishman. Yeah, the Irishman. Um, <laughs> Can't believe we're using the Irishman. Yeah, as a, we've, uh, we've regressed. I'm really, I'm really blanking here. Hold on, hold on. I keep wanting to say Connor McGregor. Connor Nash. Connor McGregor. Connor Nash. But if he, if he, I think he's the one that goes to him. But like, you've got him at ten on the big boys. But if no one goes to Bont tonight, oh, he's going huge. Yeah. Is it tonight? No, it's it's oh, on okay. Sunday. Sunday. Uh, yeah. If it was if it was tonight, I was going to be like, "Well, we're not doing it because no. I need my sanity." Yeah, oh, no, tonight's it's on Sunday. Tonight's a shit game. Yeah, there's not much fantasy relevance tonight, but um, yeah, I think Connor Nash goes him, and look, Bont is probably the most untackable player in the game right now. Mm. Um, but it's sometimes just enough to, to well, lower if, his ceiling. A even bit. if they force him to go forward and he kicks four goals, it's it's still not great fantasy-wise. But I think one of Bond's worst scores this year as well was against the Hawthorne, uh, against Hawthorne in round seven, where he scored 90 points, so his second lowest score for the season. So Low floor, um, high floor, eh? Yeah, high floor. Okay, can we play the big boys thing one more time? Of course. Alright. Have a look at some teams. Where do we go going? I don't feel like there's too much to really look out this, for I here. I think this t-shirt's been through the dryer on. 
Well, you, you're Pops, feeling yourself, man. Pops are looking good. Just <laughs> get the oh, all right, oh, all right. Settle oh, yeah. down. Oh. Keep it PG here, mate. Two and a half um, beers. Okay. Now, JJ, oh, I forgot to mention before, JJ is uh, out injured, which uh, shame for old Louie there. The old one-week one one he, trade. He's got, he's got a couple of injured players. That's a shame, mate. Unlucky. Uh, no, he's probably... Oh, we, we better do the buddy content creators. Shout yeah, out after Yeah, this. we'll give a little shout out to them. But in a second, um, so he's out. Um, Carl Amon's back in. Nothing too exciting there. Um, I guess the main thing here for the Giants, they don't have Flynn named, so... Uh, Briggsy is still solo rucking it for the Giants. Um, Vicentini out injured, as we sort of mentioned before, but otherwise, nothing else super exciting here. Um, yeah, Grimes, Dusty back in for the Tigers. Let's go. Can't but, be worse uh, than last week. Yeah, obviously can't be worse. I mean, it's at Marvel again, which is, um, you know. Richmond just hates Marvel. We are dog meat at Marvel. Yeah, which is just one of the weirdest things. But anyway, not not nothing too exciting there for the five o'clock teams. But for Briggs owners, uh, draft owners like myself, who's got a you know final this week, um, rubbing it's it good, in. It's good news for that. Uh, absolutely, my team is on fire right now. All right, um, let's maybe talk. Do you want to do hot takes? Let's do some spicy takes. Let's do it. This is uh, this has become the kiss of death these last couple of weeks for, we're the, for my spicy We're the Nathan takes. Brown sports bet yeah, ensemble this, there, This is we? the Moz of all Mozes. Um, so I'll throw it off to you first because you've actually written something in here for, for, for once. Correct. And, uh, I've got two spicy takes. Bontempelli, Tim Taranto, 140 plus. Heard it here ooh. first. Book it. Okay. Making me suck. Making cats them. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to put my money where my mouth is. VC, Merit, 130. Not good enough. Let's go Bont, 140. No, I just think uh, well, Bont, the Bont one is a spicy take because we all think he's getting attention, so yes. spicy. But I just threw Taranto in there as well because I Taranto, think yeah, yeah. with Hopper out, maybe he just is rejuvenated. He thinks, so. and, and I feel Kilda. like I mean St Kilda's a great matchup. Um, the season's kind of over for Richmond, so he might Those as well wax. collect a lot of pill. Um, yeah, I think um, I, I don't know if you watched the listen to the pod pod this. this I did. Week, I was but cracking he, up with he, it. He made the uh, the the. The thirst list. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was great. That so. was good gear. I was loving that. Just love pill. Yeah. <laughs> Taranto love pill. Uh, so I think, you know, there's, there's definitely some validity to that one. My one yeah. kind of backs up my, my big boys here. And I think, contrary to my rankings here, but I think that Darcy Parrish will get 40 plus disposals this week and he outscores everyone's VC in merit uh, as my hot take. There. Wait, say it again. Darcy Parrish gets 40 plus disposals. And outscores merit. So your your space your spicy take flies in the face of your big boys. Correct. <laughs> you are playing a dangerous game, sir. Yes, correct. I'm I'm completely contradicting myself, <laughs> and I'm hedging my bets. Oh I'm, my I'm goodness! Right, I'm outside. I'm this, on the hedge. And, this is uh, hedge city. Yeah, this is absolutely hedge city. But uh, look, oh, no. either way, I'll be right. What's going on with our feed? What's what's happening here, Michael? We, uh, I don't know. Have we we lost the? We look uh, like we're we've lost the plot here. Chat disconnected. Um, hopefully we're still live, but um, maybe refresh your little thing here. Let me let me do the old refresher, Rooney. Uh-huh. Everyone's everyone's ripping us. Well, rest rest in peace. Zero viewers. That that doesn't look good. Doesn't look positive at all. <laughs> the, the old the old internet's cocked. It won't even let me refresh the feed. Oh, okay. Rip. Their takes were too spicy. Uh, <laughs> oh, we've got some feeds coming through so here, so maybe something's com- going on. Section. Um, I thought I had the perfect run with the the tech too. I thought I was the, the tech guy. I, when I show up, tech works perfect. Oh, what do we do here? Do we go and reset the internet or something? Like, what's the play? Well, it'll be on here. Is the internet fine on here? Oh no, is it? It's completely cocked it there. Um, is there a way for us to... Let's go back to this. Hold on. I don't want to end the stream, eh? Cause... No. <laughs> ding, 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 ding.
Let me get the last train up here. <laughs> Have you got us back yet, people? All right. Hopefully we are back. Uh, let us know. <laughs> I was on the perfect selection. run. I'm telling you, I thought I was the tech guru. Uh, too many frost. Spicy takes too hot. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we're back on. Uh, maybe just let us know down in the comments, guys, if you do have Wait, us back s- in. Um, I think we may be back I on. Think, I think we're back. Hopefully, hopefully it's good. Really, we actually have no idea what happened. It just started working all of a sudden, so we'll just <laughs> keep pushing on. Whether there's um, anyone still hanging around. But yeah, we'll, we'll it, keep talking to ourselves, if not. But uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of shit, because now's the time of the show where we'd normally throw it over to the listeners <laughs> and ask for some questions. So, But who knows if there's anyone actually out there still listening to us. We'll ask for some question. Um, <laughs> ask for some question for anyone who's still left in the crowd there. Uh, Oh, so, if you are still with us, go over and uh, maybe, Luke, do you want to jump in the comment section? And yeah, <laughs> ask I'll ask me, you a question. Ask me um, a question, see, hey, see if that comes through. Hey, Luke, you rock. That's not a question. <laughs> What's, yeah, sorry, it's a statement, but I will still post it. Yeah, still post it. Does it come up? Um, thing? Yeah, look, it, we're playing on this thing here, but we're also not getting a lot of questions go through here, so you might need to... Is that coming up with questions, questions on yours? Yeah, it looks like it. Looks like okay, it is. so this is not on this screen. Okay, you're going to have okay. to read them out from okay. your screen there. Zeebel or Jackson as the 23rd primo from Darren, who's stuck with us. Thank you, Darren. <laughs> on you, Darren. This is uh, all, all sorts of concerns. <laughs> if I get refresh. Yeah, maybe refresh that. that does that do anything? Thing. Chat does it say with the last... Well, you're lying, because I can see it here. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, I'd go Jackson. Would, would you go Jackson over Zeebel? Uh Yeah, I think so. I think there feels like a little bit more certainty. A little bit more certainty. You've got a bit more time to loop as well because Jackson plays at the, the Saturday night game. So if you're going the 23rd premium, that extra bit of time up your sleeve to maybe have a look at a few other players in your forward line or something like that could be a bit of an advantage. Maybe you even go a bit... Um, I was going to say spicy and put an emergency on one of your rucks. Don't but, talk spicy again. Um, we'll lose the, lose the yeah, feet. <laughs> careful, careful. Um, but I think, yeah, I think he's probably the better play and obviously he's not going to be absolutely missing round 24 or whatever it is. Um, you got some more questions there for me? I do. I do. We've got nothing on the screen up there, but um, are you going day or short? To trade in? I guess. I'm, I'm assuming where that's the, what where it is. Where the fuck is it? Can you hear that? Yeah. Where the fuck's that coming from? I don't know where that's coming from. Hold on a second. <laughs> These are fucking shambles. I don't know. Where is that actually coming from? Actual no idea. It's not on my laptop. <laughs> yeah, my laptop's muted as well. Um, we'll keep pushing through. Uh, it's coming from what it is. I'm all right. That's, that's it there. What is going on? All right. Um, <laughs> this is the ghost in the machine. Um, day or short? I'm going short over day. Um, I think I got rid of it. No, you haven't. What it's the still fuck there. is happening? Oh my gosh! I don't know. I don't know what's going on. That's your. That's your that's NBA one playing. No, this oh, is no, the start of the podcast that's playing here. Fuck me, dead. What is going on? I actually go back to the. Go back to the. Go this. I don't actually need- here. Go go this, and then uh, is there? Maybe just close all the YouTube channels or anything there. I don't know if there's anything playing. <laughs> I don't know, mate. We'll keep pushing on. Hopefully, people can't see it uh, and hear it on the other end. But uh, maybe this will be a short, short live stream today with all the technical difficulties. But hopefully, people are hanging with us. Maybe, maybe we'll answer. Maybe just two or three more questions. I don't even know if we're. I don't even know if we're still on. All right, we'll we'll fuck it. (laughs) Just answer between you and me, uh, just in case we are. But are we? You don't think we are? Okay. All good on our ends, they're saying. So, yeah, I think we're still live. But um, it's, hell. it's just it's just crap itself for no reason, really. I have uh, no idea what's so, happening. So we Adam, anything. Adam's commented saying I should have stayed at the pub, and you're not fucking wrong. <laughs> hey, mate, we're having uh, a good time here. Oh, something's gone wrong. But Nothing okay. like a Ball Boys podcast without tech difficulties. Correct, it wouldn't be one. Um, would you still get in Sarong if you already had Brayshaw? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm doing that. I've got Brayshaw. Port matchup next week. I'm much more confident with Sarong going up against Port than I am Brayshaw. Because, you know, I think the reason Port are tough is they, you know, they make it a very contested game. They limit marks. But Sarong doesn't need those to get his points. He gets his touches. Yeah. Um, I think he turned up against them earlier in the year as well. So I I still think that that's, that's still okay. Um, I'm more worried about Brayshaw versus Port than I am Sarong. 
Um, and plus, he's averaged more than the entire season. So, yeah, up, upgrade. All right. Uh, what if? Uh, what about uh, Dacos to Sicily? Okay. Uh, and then... Jeez, I can't understand this question. No, don't know that one I don't at all. Know that one there. Yeah, um, nah, let's move on. All right. Uh, who's the biggest trade priority? Sheasel, Darcy Cameron, or Gorn? Who are you going there? Yeah, trading out. This is actually a good question. This is a tough one. Um, Sheasel, Darcy Cameron, and Gorn. I think you eliminate Gorn from that list because even when Grundy's in there, he's been okay. Still has probably a higher ceiling than those other guys. Cameron's just got no ceiling at all. He's not cracked yeah. 110 this entire year. Um, Sheasel. Obviously, was affected by Zebel last week, but you can't. It, it, as much as you can't be copying a, a sort of fifty odd from Sheezel on the weekend, you can't be copying a guaranteed ninety this time of year either from Darcy Cameron. Like at least, if, oh, at least I holding Sheezel gives you the chance of getting a chance or something. Yeah, and that's right. And that's why I probably go Darcy Cameron in here for most situations. If you're kind of chasing and you're trying to sort of whether it's a match up and you've got you know trying to get at least some kind of hope of a decent score, Cameron I just don't think offers you that. Whereas I think those other two do. So. For that re- for that reason, um, as I, you know, burp up my beers, um, I'm going Cameron out over the other two. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do Duggan, a couple of comments coming in. What are our thoughts on Duggan? What are our thoughts on Duggan? I, I've liked Duggan. Um, is Shannon is, Hearn, is Shannon Hearn coming in for the uh, retirement parade? Uh, I think Hearn's out. Um, okay. From memory, I think there was a bit of soreness or something like that um, that has kept him out. And they have Frio, which are a good matchup for mids. Not so much of a good matchup for defenders. So if Hearn's out, he probably will, will play a bit more in defence. Um, so, excuse me. Bless you. I think I probably prefer a few of those other guys we talked about, but he has been really good. He has the dogs next week and finishes it off with Adelaide, which is a tough matchup. So, not a bad run. So I think. He's worth a shout. He's definitely worth a shout, and I could be, you know, he could have easily outsourced some of those guys. He's been great this year. Uh, question You own all of these blokes. Who would you be trading out first, Anderson, Neil, or Flanders? It's got to be Neil. That's where I'm going at this stage. There's yep. been flags about his health this week. He's, it turns out, and I've, I've had some, some ball boys watchers out there saying that he definitely was tagged last week. Um, and like you said, tags, Freo were in the game for a lot of it, nearly nearly got the win. Um, coming up against Adelaide, who are actually a pretty tough team to go up against, yep. I think that he is the guy that has to go. Do you, Anderson do you agree lives to fight another, another Anderson, week? he just he sticks around. He mm. finds a way to stick around. Wish I'd crouch. Yes. Um, do do, do Dacos to Sicily, yep. Hobbs to Jackson. Those Amazing. Like great trades. Good flex. Yep. Yeah, that's cash in the bank, isn't it? Yeah, it has Hobbs. to be. Oh, Hobbs to Jackson? No, nah, that's still, they're still, still cash, cash in the bank. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Hobbs has been shit. Yep. Uh, do, do, do Dacos and Himmelberg to Sicily and Zebel or Dacos and Himmelberg to Newman and Jackson? Ooh. Ooh. Sicily and Zebel for me. Yeah. I think Zebel has the potential in the next two weeks to yeah. score in line with Jackson I, and then I reckon, move him on. I reckon you get Sick Dog in there because he's like top of his line. The other... Yeah. The other trade has kind of two guys which are there or thereabouts, but not quite. Yeah, you'd be filthy guys. if both Newman and Jackson didn't pop, and you end with yeah, yeah. with nothing really. Well, I think I agree with you on that one. Yep. Have a crack at Zebel in that situation. Let's maybe do one more, and then uh, we'll we'll yeah. terminate this, uh, <laughs> this, this, this shambles of a podcast. This car this crash. <laughs> we didn't uh, actually do anything to fuck this one up. It just no, kind of, it just did it on its own. So uh, went you to know, that's uh, it's we'll, we'll blame Brisbane internet. Yeah, for, for something there. Yeah. Uh, last one. Better combination to trade in Sicily and Zebel or Short and Luke Ryan? Short and Luke Ryan there for me. Okay. I think those guys are a little bit better. Um, oh, Now I'm going back on like the last comment because I feel like Luke Jackson could compare with those other two. No, actually, I'm going to backflip. I'm going to go Sicily and Zebel again. Would you agree? Would you go that way? I think... Uh, I think yeah, Sicily, like you said, you get you get that premium guy. Um, but again, if you're looking for a couple of pods there in Short and Luke Ryan, Luke Ryan has a massive ceiling. We've even he seen does. that Short can go 120s consistently across the board. He's got a couple of good matchups. So yeah, I, I mean, 
I, I with where my position is, if I was looking at those trades, I'd almost be more inclined to go short and Luke Ryan. It just because a lot of people have Sicily, like he's popular. Yeah, ask um, yourself, like, what do you stand to lose? I'm not in any league matchups that I'm desperate to win. I'm not in a ranking position where I'm, you know, going to be bragging about it. So just a learning thing, have a shot and see yeah. what happens. So yeah. yeah, I think I think there's merit to both. Oh shit, I said it. There's logic to both. Uh, <laughs> I won't say anything. Number one big boy. Um, both scenarios, I think, yeah, if you want to have a shot, the, the second option with more unique pods could be could be a way to go. Yeah, sure. Well, that might do us. Let's wrap it for up. For today, let's, let's wrap it up and, and get these guys out of here. Uh, Sorry. Thank you for those who did stick around through those technical <laughs> difficulties. Uh, we... we very thankful for everyone's listening this year and obviously today. So make sure you give this video a big thumbs up. If you're looking for some fantasy basketball podcasts, go over and check out the Ball Boys fantasy basketball YouTube channel and podcast and give us a follow and like over there. If you want some of my shit NBA takes, um, you can go and listen to it there. Otherwise, we will guys see you next week to review round 22, hopefully on the back of a big content creator's dub. And uh, down goes Lou Dog. Uh, but we'll wait and see. Until next time, guys. Laters. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.